Welcome to Kachamak Currents, brought to you by the Center for Alaskan Coastal Studies. The summer of 2006, I worked as a naturalist intern at the Peterson Bay Field Station. I learned so many things that first summer and was astounded daily by the amazing organisms and ecosystems of that place. I still especially vividly remember the multicolored carpet of life to be found in the tidal channel at Chinaput Bay. At low tide, the cobbles and boulders in that tidal channel were absolutely covered in green sea urchins. Beneath the green carpet, I could sometimes see small patches of bubblegum pink. Urchins are voracious eaters, feeding mostly upon macroalgae. They use their five sharp teeth, arranged in a mouthpart called Aristotle's lantern, to graze on kelp and other algae. Since the urchins were so abundant in this tidal channel, most of the algae had been eaten away, leaving only a hard crust of pink coralline algae on the rocks. Urchins can and do scrape away at even this tough crust of calcium reinforced algae, but they can't consume it as quickly. The spiny green expanse was interrupted every few feet by a polka dot, about a meter across. These dots were a variety of colors, purple, orange, pink, blue-green. These were massive sunflower stars, Pycnopodia helianthoides. Sunflower stars are known to frequently prey upon sea urchins. The sea urchins seemed to sense their proximity to predators, probably using chemical receptors, and crowded away from the sunflower stars, leaving the area immediately around each sunflower star devoid of urchins. Sunflower stars are well known as the second fastest sea star on the planet, moving up to 20 to 35 millimeters in a second, or 1 to 2 meters per minute. As these speedy stars use their thousands of tube feet to pull themselves along the bottom of the tidal channel, the urchin shifted with them, seeming always to keep just out of reach of the predator's grasp. Presumably the sunflower stars succeeded fairly frequently in catching a sea urchin, but I never saw it with my own eyes. Lab research suggests that when water current speeds are low, green sea urchins can move at about 40 to 80 millimeters per second, so it makes sense that they could usually evade the sunflower stars, at least in the short term. Over the past 17 years, that tidal channel in Chinaput Bay has changed dramatically. There's more mud and silt, fewer sea urchins, more sea otters, more kelp, and now more shrimp and fish hiding amongst the kelp. And in 2016, there was another huge change. Sunflower stars, and many other species of sea stars, experienced a major die-off in Kachemak Bay caused by sea star wasting syndrome. This followed a die-off farther south in Alaska, and in British Columbia, Washington, Oregon, California, and Baja, that took place mostly in 2013 through 2015. Sunflower stars pretty much disappeared from Chinaput Bay and surrounding beaches for about a year, but they have been slowly recovering in various Kachemak Bay locations since. We now regularly see a few sunflower stars at Otter Rock during extreme low tides, and I just heard reports from the UAF Coldwater Scientific Diving Class that there are a number of large sunflower stars near the Jackaloff Dock. Though they are a fairly common sight at extreme low tides or in subtidal habitats in Kachemak Bay, these sunflower stars have not recovered at all in the southern part of their range. Their population was reduced to nearly zero in California and Baja. This drastic population decline and their only patchy recovery in Oregon and Washington has led NOAA Fisheries to propose listing sunflower stars as threatened under the Endangered Species Act. Public comment is being accepted on the proposed listing through May 15, 2023, and comments can be submitted via the NOAA Fisheries website. I don't know whether sunflower stars will end up being listed as threatened, and while I can't predict what Chinaput Bay and other local beaches will look like in another 17 years, I hope that we can continue to be amazed by, learn about, and steward these coastal ecosystems in this time of immense change. This is Katie Gavanis, and this has been Kachemak Currents, brought to you by the Center for Alaskan Coastal Studies, which has been connecting you with the nature of Kachemak Bay through education and stewardship.